Hello, and welcome to another episode of Young Black Misses. I am your host, Morgan F., and you're here for a special 4th of July edition. Happy 4th for all my American listeners, which is most of you. (laughs) I don't know why I said that. So this is kind of a cool episode where I'm just being Morgan, and I hope you enjoy it. As always, you can follow us at Young Black Misses Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Feel free to, if you're getting great value out of this show, feel free to tell your friends and share, share, share. Okay, on to the next segment. Let's get it. Happy 4th, y'all. Shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. Uh-uh, I'm shaking my curls. This week's Shaking My Curls is kind of in reverse. I'm not going to shake my curl. Well, no, I am. I just want to shake my curls at people that may be envious of someone else's relationship. And I know I've mentioned before that I have a person that I feel some type of way about. I'm still working on that. I'm still praying on that. But... I have a coworker, and maybe I shouldn't share it, you know, maybe I shouldn't tell her, but she's always like, oh my God, your husband's so sweet. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. I'm like, girl, don't be jealous. Be happy for me. You know, I said that to her face. So that made me think there are probably so many other people out here that are looking at your, looking at my Instagram and seeing me and my husband doing our thing, you know, buying a house and getting married and and all the other sweet things that he does for me, such as coming to kidnap me at work when I'm feeling a little low. You know, those are things that you shouldn't be envious of. Those are things you should, if, if you like that in your relationship, if you, if you like that in my relationship or someone else that you're, you're watching, see how you can uh, mimic that. There's sometimes, I think it's important to before you get married to date I'm not just saying like have sex I mean that's fine too. do what you want to do but to date and date different people and I'm not again I'm not saying sleep with folks but I'm saying dating different people really shows you what kind of person you'll like to be around you'll want in your life because I know boyfriends and boo things um have all shown me that I am really, I'm really someone that wants a guy that's going to be attentive to me. And David is so attentive to me. And I need that. Like I had a, I had a boyfriend that wouldn't hold my hand in public and that was just embarrassing to me. And it made me feel low. So you have to realize the things that you want out of a relationship. And if you're not getting it out of a relationship, as much as it may hurt, You may have to, you know, if you're in a marriage, definitely pray on it, consult with a professional or, but if you're in a relationship, uh, non, like, you know, you're not married, then it may be something you might think about just moving, moving on. Because I know just from dating and seeing, seeing things I wanted in guys and seeing things I didn't want in guys, I can really tell 
what I could really tell what I wanted a guy. And I'm so blessed to have my husband because he is the greatest ever. Like, I, I like to say, go get you a David, go get you a David, okay? Or, you know, whatever works for you because he's amazing. And this wasn't a shake in my curl. This was just a spread love to my wonderful husband <laughs> segment. <laughs> but really, seriously, don't be envious of someone else's relationship. If you are desiring more affection, if you are desiring some sweet nothings, little notes, talk with your partner, communicate. Because maybe they're wanting more from you too. Me and my husband, okay, this is getting a little long. But there's, I don't want to bring this up. I think it's the four love language or the five love languages. Do I have that book sitting near? No, I don't. I'm in my office, guys. Yay. Um, (laughs) So I believe it's four or five love languages. I should have done my Googles. But I I think it's the five love languages. Five love. Yeah, it's the five love languages. And so in that book, it talks about something called a love tank, right? And so, yeah, I'm Googling right now, guys. Don't judge me. But I have a second monitor so I can do this and do that at the same blessed time. It's amazing. Um, So (laughs) in the book, it talks about not only the five love languages, but it also talks about having your tank being filled. That's a great read. So sometimes my husband will ask, you know, how is your love tank? And sometimes it'll be on E because it's not around. <laughs> sometimes it'll be like on, on all the way full, like real full. So I mean, halfway, you know what I'm saying? So this is something we say to each other to kind of keep ourselves in check with how we're doing. So I hope that kind of helps. Definitely check out that book. My um, pastor, my, my former pastor, I guess I should say, well, it's forever pastor, whatever. He gave me that book before he married us, the person who officiated the wedding. I guess I should have led like that. And it was truly a blessing. Okay, on to the next segment. (laughs) What you chewing? So I have a wonderful kid-friendly drink that you can serve at your 4th of July party. Yay. And it doesn't take too many ingredients. Okay, so it is lemonade iced tea. So for here's all the ingredients. Four, two to four, depending on how strong you like your tea. Two to four bags of tagless black tea. Three cups of water. One pack of fresh mint. A half a cup of sugar. One frozen lemonade can. And then, depending on how sweet you like it, maybe two to four cups of of water. I'm going to tell you how I make it. And I only add a cup because I like my joints sweet. So first, you're going to brew your tea with those three cups of water. You're going to add your tea bags. I put four. You're going to then add your fresh mint after the water has boiled, of course. So once the water is boiled, then you're going to add your tea bags and your fresh mint. And you're going to let that steep for about 10 minutes. So after you let that steep, you can remove your tea bags. Then you're going to also remove the mint if you wish. Leave a couple of traces of mint and they're probably going to add some, it's definitely going to add some great flavor. They're going to, after that, you're going to let the half a cup of sugar dissolve into the tea bag. Then you're going to place that into a pitcher. 
Once you've poured it into a pitcher, this is where, if you want to, you can add two to four cups of cold water. I actually just add a cup because I like my joints sweet. But if you don't like your tea that sweet, then go ahead and add two to four cups of water to it. Then you're going to add the lemonade concentrate. And then serve it over ice. Here we go. See, keeping the mint gives that wonderful mint aftertaste. So basically, guys, this is kind of like a half and half, but better and colder. And I hope that you guys will try this recipe out. I love it. And I, it is a little sweet. It is, but I like it sweet. Maybe it might be too sweet for some people. So if I make it for 4th of July, if I make it today, I'm recording this the day before. I don't know if I'll serve it like this, but mm -mm. I haven't decided yet what I want to do. Mm, 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 mm. That's fire, y'all. That's all I got to say. Fire! Nice and refreshing drink all summer long. All right, on to the next segment. Still sipping my lemonade, y'all. It's very good. I love this drink. I wonder what it would taste like with some vodka. <laughs> Everything to, you know, maybe some gin. I don't know. Anyways, main event. <laughs> but it's still going to be here just in case I get thirsty. So today's, if you're listening to it live, it is 4th of July. Yay. Happy 4th of July. You know, 4th of July was like a good time for me and also a little frightening because the 4th of July is I remember as a child, I would be over my grandparents' house who, and they are, both of them are deceased. My grandma and my grandpa are both deceased on my mom's side of the family. So we would go over my grandparents' house. Um, but before that, my dad would take me and my sister to pick out fireworks. And I would always get the same thing. And to this day, I still get the same thing. And let me tell you what I get. I get this, the little pop things that you throw on the ground. They pop, pop, pop. I think they're called poppets or snap snappers, something like that, something like that. I get smoke bombs because they never go out of style. God, this tea is talking to me, you guys. I'm sorry. Mm -mm -mm. See, I should have took it away. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so then I get the sparklers. And then when I was a kid, I used to get the... Uh, parachute one. Oh, I have a story about that too. Sidebar, sidebar. I haven't done that in a while. So one time I was, you know, we, no, you don't. <laughs> My grandparents' house, there's a park. We would go down to the park after it was dark. Love that alliteration there. Uh, we'd go down to the park after it was dark and we would shoot the firecrackers off, right? So there was like a, like somebody's house um, across the street from the, from the park. So we would go to the park Poppy firecrackers. And for some reason, the uh, parachute, it, it's its like a bunch of sparkly stuff, beautiful sparkly stuff. And then it pops out a parachute. Now I want one. <laughs> then it pops out a parachute and you go catch it. So I was like trying, I don't even know how old I was. I was trying to catch it and I ran to go catch it and I caught it, but I was so eager to do so. And then I ripped my daggone pants like a dummy, just ripping my pants. 
so yeah, that was my sidebar. But um, yeah, so it was just a normal dinner. It was just a normal cookout kind of a situation. I don't really remember the food or anything like that. I just remember going from one really cold climate to one really hot climate, but I loved it. And it just felt so exciting. And honestly, it was, y'all, it was in the hood. So sometimes it would be M80s going off. It was in the neighborhood. Okay. Cause I don't, you know, I don't want to disrespect my grandparents, but it was in the neighborhood. And so it's like M80s going off and gunshots going off. It was a little confusing at times. And like even in the suburbs that happened. So that's what I'm saying. Like you can't because this ha- the our new house, just firecrackers this whole time, just just going off. Um, so it was a little like, woo, like I don't know what noises that is. Firecracker, gunshot, firecracker, gunshot, firecracker, gunshot, gunshot, firecracker, firecracker. Firecracker, firecracker, firecracker. Okay, well, we just I just couldn't tell. Uh, I didn't know the difference. I was young. I so it was it was always so interesting. And at one point, I, well, a look in a little bit like into my college years, I would invite friends over and we, you know, shoot firecrackers and that would be super fun. But I think the thing that I neglected to remember is those simple moments that you have with your family. And just remembering them when they were alive. Uh Uh-uh, not going to cry. Tissue's right here. (laughs) It's a beautiful thing to think about those traditions and hold on to those traditions and cherish them. even when the person is no longer with you. And it's been hard for my mom. That was her parents. And she really touched my heart when she just told me sometimes it's hard doing something else for 4th of July when it just reminds her that her parents are not there anymore. Small misses for you. I couldn't figure out what to do. Now I figured out what to do midway through this conversation. Um, you know, my grandparents that you haven't got to meet, these are obviously because they're deceased, but they were some of the coolest people. Not so vocal, not super, well, <laughs> My grandma wasn't so vocal, so not so super loud. My grandpa, on the other hand, on the other hand, was incredibly funny. And he always wanted me to carry five dollars in my pocket. And I'm sorry, Grandpa, but I don't have five dollars in my pocket. I don't carry cash. I will work on it. He was so giving. He would drive my grandpa, he would drive the trucks for the church. They would cut him a check, give him some cash. He would just donate it back. Just whatever. Anytime I needed something, he would just pull out cash. Just easy. And I remember when I was going off to college and I was unpacking things. And they were like, you need some cleaning supplies. So my grandpa got me this little hand. You got to get on the ground and sweep kind of sweep kind of, you know, dustpan and sweeper. 
And I still have that joint downstairs. I, I get my dead friends <laughs> that are in the basement up with that. And it's old and I probably should throw it away, but I'm not going to throw it away because my grandfather gave that to me to make sure that my dorm was clean. And yeah, holidays get you. Holidays get you a lot because you're remembering that they're not there. But the wonderful thing, and this is really what I wanted to talk about. So that was for my mom. Now this is for you guys. Um, the, the thing that I really wanted to talk about was blending it in with your husband, with your new spouse. So I haven't really mentioned this before, but my husband is, uh, his family is very small. I'm trying to count y'all. <laughs> he has an aunt and uncle and a mom, a, a dad. Yeah. But the dad's not really here. He's in another state. So, I mean, he's around, but he's not here. So, so a one cousin, so that's four. The dad will, we'll just talk about his mom's side of the family, his mom and his grandparents. Seven people, right? Yeah. An aunt, a cousin, an uncle, a brother, a mom, grand yeah, grandparents, seven people. Me, on the other hand, I have just on my mom's side of the family, I have three uncles and two of them, well, three of them, you know, they all had wives at one point. <laughs> no shade, no shade, no shade, no shade. I heard it, but no shade. They, you know, they, one of them still married, you know, so, um, you know, they, so there's, so there's six right there of people. Well, let's say five right there of people that are in my life. He has seven total, nine, if you count his dad and his dad's wife. So I have five, you know, uncles, aunts. Not to count, not to mention my great aunts and my great uncle and my cousins on that side. And then on the flip side, my, my dad's side of the family, there's five siblings. God bless my grandmother's womb and her ovaries. My God, you better work, grandma. Um, just on that side, plus their spouses and their two kids. So it's a, it's a big family dynamic. And I won't be producing that. <laughs> I want to produce something. Um, knock on wood, knock on wood. But and bringing him and, and, and then the, the thing that I go to now for Fourth of July is like a family reunion where people from a smaller city in Missouri come up to uh, the country of like more rural, well, rural, kind of rural Missouri outside of Kansas City. It's country to me, <laughs> but it's still cute. It's just hot and yeah. So anyway, um, so it's kind of like a family reunion type situation where there's like 40 or 50 people. And I don't remember exactly what happened the first time I brought him there. But now I know when he's not there, they always ask about him. Because there was a couple years where there, there was a couple years where he was working. 
He's, you know, he's, he worked, he was working and he would come out real late and, and come, or he got off early and he would come. So just incorporating him into my family during the holidays has always been interesting because anytime we, we, on my dad's side of the family, we get together for mother's day, for father's day, for, for my grandparents' birthdays, and they both turn 80 this year. So I wonder, I feel like sometimes he may feel a little overwhelmed by all the people, but I hope he knows that it's all love. And I think it's important to kind of blend your your spouse in. And I also think it's important if you need to split holidays or just creating your own, you're creating your own pattern, creating your own pattern creating your own tradition of what you want to do. Like, I'm hoping that we'll, oh my God, guys, the tea is talking to me. I'm going to just take a quick sip. Just talk amongst yourself. Mm. It's so good. Okay. So now I didn't forget what I was saying. Oh yeah. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to host something in this beautiful house that we have, whether it be, may it be, it'll be hosting uh, Thanksgiving, or maybe we'll host Labor Day since that's kind of a special day because that was when we got married around that time and our anniversary will actually be on Labor Day. So that's a thought. We could do that. Maybe not this year because it's our first anniversary and I would like to be with Mama Ann on crime. But blending him, blending my husband in to these types of things, especially with him being kind of shy and introverted, I think was always a challenge because they're going to see him there. Like my family's going to see him there, but he's not going to say that much until you kind of sit with him one-on-one. Once you sit with him one-on-one, he's very talkative. Once you've had like one conversation with him, he'll feel comfortable enough to come back to you and have a conversation with you again. So blending him in was interesting. And I feel like sometimes, you know, some of my aunts probably don't really get to know him, but my grandparents love him. Like my grandma's like, and I think partially it's because of his last name is my grandma's maiden name kind of a thing. But so she feels like a Kendrick Kendrick spirit with him as well. So it's always interesting to kind of see how they are responding around him during these times. They're so happy to see him. They're so happy to see what's going on with him. So I really appreciate my family and embracing my husband because I know it could go a different way. And I appreciate them for always, I appreciate them for always asking, where is he when he's not there? Because the moment they stop asking where he is, then that's not good. So I just want to take a moment for my mom to celebrate her parents. Even though they're not here with us, they're here with us. Happy 4th. Enjoy the cookout. I'm going to enjoy the cookout <laughs> or the barbecue or whatever you call it. All right, y'all. On to the next segment. I'm going to drink some tea because it's fire. <laughs> the positive tip, you guys. Uh, I always get hung up on these because I'm like, I try to stay positive every day, but some days get me down. And when I'm living in comparison of others, that's usually when it gets me down. Or when I'm living in comparison of what I think 
what the level I think I should be. And this is kind of going back to the shaking my curls. Then it, when I live in the comparison of what I think I should be, then I hinder myself because I can only focus on Al. I can only focus on the Morgan of today. You can only focus on the you of today. You can't worry about what you used to do, how you used to look, how you used to fit in those jeans, how you, your, your this is personal, how your teeth used to look, how, you know, whatever, whatever. You can only focus on the you of today or how your hair used to look. Oh, it used to be so long when I was a kid. So I want you in this moment to just focus on being the best you in this very second, because that's all you're required to do is be the best you in this very second. And as I minister to you, oh, I minister to myself. (laughs) Okay. Thanks so much for listening. If you've gained some value out of this podcast, please share it with your friends. And be like, I listen to this girl, Morgan. It's called Young Black Mrs. Don't worry, girl. You don't have to be black. You don't have to be a missus. And you surely don't have to be young to appreciate it because she's a hoot. Anyway, <laughs> I hope you'll share this podcast with your friends. And if you're so inclined to leave a review on Apple Music or whatever, wherever you can leave a review. You can follow me on Instagram at Young Black Mrs. Podcast or IG at the same, mm-hmm, Facebook at the same thing, Young Black Mrs. Podcast. You can feel free to slide into my DMs. I will respond because I'm the one looking at it. Until next time, talk to you later. You guys really should try that iced tea out because it is delicious. I'm just saying. So uh, just try it out. I promise you it's great. (laughs) 